No, it's not. I don't know why you keep saying that. Hey guys, what's up? This is Lucky the Dork Dad, and this is the Dork Dad Podcast. This is episode number five. Can't believe we're on number five already. So, I got some cool stuff to talk about today, but before I get started, I want to take a moment talk about some uh, real life stuff so I try not to get too serious on the show but this is something that uh, really hit home and I wanted to, to do my version of a, a PSA public service announcement so I mentioned before I'm 40 years old married three kids and some of you you know you might be older might be younger kids no kids it doesn't matter uh, about what I want to get at um, no matter what you got going on in your life, please, please take care of yourself. Um, if you have any unusual pains, lumps, um, you get panic attacks, you get, you know, sores that won't heal, whatever, you know. Um, maybe you have something you, you just can't explain. It's just something that doesn't seem right. Um, go see a doctor, uh, a therapist if you have to. Go talk to someone. You know, there might be someone out there going through the same kind of stuff that you are. Uh, all I'm saying is don't ignore it. You know, a lot of times, especially as parents, we put our kids uh, ahead of ourselves. You know, if you don't have kids, you might put uh, friends and family uh, ahead of yourselves. But, you know, you can't help anybody if, if you're not doing good yourself. You know, being Mexican, you know, you've always heard that running joke about we don't like going to see the doctor. You know, I can hear George Lopez's voice. Don't go to the doctor. They're going to find something wrong with you. Yeah, you know, it's, it's funny. It's, and it truly is a part of our culture. You know, I have family that's like that. Um, we also have those that are too proud to go to the doctor. You know, we all think we're real life superheroes. And we're like, ah, I'm fine. I'm good. It'll pass. Don't worry. You know, we put some Vicks on our chest, drink some 7-Up, rub an egg all over, and we think everything will be okay. Now, you know, a lot of times it, it does go away. Uh, it turns out to be nothing. But all I'm saying, again, is don't, don't ignore it. Um, your body is telling you something. Go see someone. You know, you're better safe than sorry. And personally, I can say I was like that. Uh, I was in denial. About four or five years ago, uh, I, I myself wasn't doing too good, you know. I, I always felt tired. Um, something just didn't feel right. Uh, my mom used to tell me, uh, you're probably diabetic. And I was like, nah, I ain't diabetic. Uh, my mom's diabetic, you know. And she's always telling me to get checked out. I was like, yeah, I'm good, you know. Um, I'm good. It's not me. I'm not like you. But it came to a point where I couldn't I couldn't take it anymore. I really felt like crap. So I broke down and I went to go see the doctor. And turns out, you know, I am diabetic. Um, you know, I'm good. I'm pretty good now. Like I said, that was a few years ago. Uh, I got my sugar under control. 
Now, I'm still a fat guy, but, you know, I've been working on that. Uh, I see my doctor every three months to check up on things. Um, fast forward to now is what I really want to talk about. Uh, my mom was in the hospital this past week. Uh, you know, because of this damn disease, uh, she had to have her leg amputated uh, from the knee down. You know, even, even when you think you're on top of your game, I mean, she goes to the doctor pretty regularly. Um, these things still happen. You know, it's, it's going to be a big change for my mom and all of us, really. But it's something we'll get through. Like I, something like I like to say, you know, uh, I roll with the punches, you know, whatever life throws at me, you know, I roll with it. So basically the bottom line, people take care of yourself. You only get one ticket on this ride called life. So that's my two cents. People take care of yourself. All right. Enough of that. Let's move on to some dad stuff. Dad stuff. Okay, besides that stuff going on with my mom, uh, the kids are getting ready to start school. And what does that mean? School shopping. And school shopping for three kids can pretty much bankrupt you. Let me tell you. They want new clothes, new shoes, new backpack, new lunch bag. They have to have the latest and greatest stuff. And I'm here like, another new backpack? I mean, we get them a new one every year. My kids have like three or four backpacks each. And they're all, they all pretty much look brand new. You know, we get them, we get them nice backpacks, you know, that'll last. Adidas, Nikes, well-made bags. Um, they're spoiled. You know, not like when I was a kid. We got whatever was at Kmart or Walmart. And they start drip, they start uh, ripping about a month into school so we, we get them ones that are that are gonna last them uh, on that note why do they need a new backpack I mean really the only thing they ever have in them is a few folders I mean kids nowadays they don't even use them for books textbooks stay at school in the classrooms I mean it's a totally different day and age uh, they don't know what it's like to carry around four or five textbooks straining their back, you know. I asked my kids if they knew what book covers are. They were like, what? Book covers? I mean, do you guys remember book covers? I mean, I remember the first week of school, they'd issue out all our textbooks. We'd take them home. We got to put book covers on them. You know, they, they give us these huge sheets of paper. Uh, down here in San Antonio, I remember they used to us these brown ones from uh, Buttercrust Bakery. You know, we had to make book covers. And if you ever ran out of them or, or you messed up, what did we use? Brown grocery bags. <laughs> Alright, that's a little off subject, but uh, uh, my kids are like, uh, we can't go to school with the same backpack as we did last year. And I'm like, uh, why not? There's nothing wrong with it. If you want a new backpack, trade with each other. Boom, new backpack. You know, I'm probably gonna get overruled on this one uh, by the by the boss, my wife, but I let her have it. You know, this is one of the only times of the year where she actually doesn't mind spending money. You know, because it's for the kids. Uh, 
she's the sensible one. No, I'm the one that that's over here spending money on toys and and junk and whatnot. So we got that going on. We're trying to squeeze in as much stuff in before school starts. Uh, last weekend we took the kids to uh, a little racetrack we have over here. Um, yeah, we took them gambling. <laughs> but now really, uh, this past weekend or a couple weeks ago, they're having a big family event at the racetrack where they had um, uh, in between the horse races, they're having camel races zebra races they're racing ostriches now it was a good time uh, I had really never been over to the racetrack um, I enjoyed it you know I don't know nothing about horse racing but maybe I'll get into it who knows uh, it was a long hot day but um, uh, th I think the kids liked it so that's pretty much pretty much wrapping up our summer and we're gonna get these kids butt back in school finally I think that's enough dad stuff for this one. Uh, let's jump into some dork news. Dork stuff! Alright, let's talk about some of the rumors and news going on, on the web. Um, we got Tom Cruise is reportedly the front runner for a Green Lantern reboot. <sighs> Why? I mean, I know he can still bring it, but what is he, like 80 now? I'm glad to see that Warner Brothers are willing to throw down some cash to bring in a big name actor, but that's not always a good thing. Uh, in the film, it's rumored to have Hal Jordan and Jon Stewart. Not sure which character he'd play, but I'm, I'm sure it's all leading to the, the rumored Green Lantern corpse universe that they're trying to do. Um, but yeah. So Tom Cruise as the Green Lantern. What do y'all think about that? I don't know. Okay. The the Oscars. Let's talk about the Oscars. They're adding a new award for achievement in a popular film. And what the hell is a popular film? I know a lot of people are thinking about it. I guess this is their way to recognize you know, those big box office hits um, that are usually ignored by the Academy. I mean, they're ignored at the Academy, but you can't ignore them because they're huge movies. Um, you know, the Oscars have always, always praised these, these more lower budget, serious dramas that few people have even heard of until, until the nominations come out. They're like, what is that movie? Oh, let's check it out. So, I feel two ways about this. So, I do like that these popular films, they're going to start getting recognition by the Academy. But, and it's a big but, this is their way to just shut everybody up. I mean, us in the geek community have always thought that there have been pretty damn good comic book movies popular movies, whatever you want to call them, they didn't get their dues. You know, there's always been a blind eye by the Academy with these big blockbuster movies. I think it's because they don't believe that these movies portray great acting. And I think that's crazy. I believe, truly believe, it's a lot harder to portray a make-believe, fantasy, fictional character and have people love them 
react to them the way they do, truly care about these characters, then some of these usual dramatic roles that always get credited, the same blah blah stories, they start crying, oh, it's not an Academy Award winner, it's crying. You know, just because they're popular, money-making giants doesn't mean they have bad acting. I believe it's also a way to recognize these films without ever giving them a chance at the big award, right? The best picture. You know, just like they did um, with the last category they added, right? When they added best animated film. I think back in the day when Beauty and the Beast was in the running for uh, best picture. And they're like, um, I think we need to do something about this. We're not going to have a cartoon win best picture. So now, when you have a movie like Coco last year, that was freaking amazing. It can win best animator film, but it doesn't get a chance at best picture. So that's what I think. What do you guys think? I think it's kind of a cop out. Um, but you know, it is what it is. It's an Oscar, right? All right, what else we got? Stanley. So as you may or may not know, Stan Lee has had a crazy year. All of the accusations of elderly abuse. I'm sure you've all seen the videos him of him at a con. Someone telling him, telling him, telling him his own name to write down, which is crazy. You know, all of the shady stuff and some of the most recent cons that he's been to. Uh, there was word that at a certain con there were a limited amount of photo ops that you can get. You had to get through a pre-sale only. Uh, but then there were reports at that con that if you paid with cash, they left you in line. I was like, what? That's shady. You know, a bunch of crazy stuff like that. And they need to come up with a video on Facebook denying any wrongdoing. That you can tell someone was cueing on what to say and it was pretty much scripted. But, or at least that's how I felt. So, now... He has announced he will no longer be making any public appearances. You know what? I say good. Let the man rest. He's had a long, great, wonderful life. Uh, let him take a breath. Let him chill out instead of parading him around like a show pony. I know he's always enjoyed being with the fans. He's always been there for the fans. And I was lucky enough to see him a few years ago. In San Antonio at the Alamo City Comic Con. But sadly, he's come to the point where he doesn't know what's going on anymore. You know, I hate to say it, but that's really what it looks like to me. And I think everybody knows it. I think everybody knows it, and they just don't want to admit it. So, Stan the Man, shout out to you. You know, we've enjoyed all your work. Uh, and we'll continue to enjoy your work for many years to come and excelsior as you say so take care my man alright what else do we have in the news okay uh, James Gunn right the James Gunn drama I'm sure all of you have heard already about it but for those of you who haven't James Gunn the father of the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, uh, you could say, 
was let go or I should say fired by Disney from part from part three uh, because of some tweets that surfaced you know now don't get me wrong um, I read these tweets and they are in very bad taste I mean really bad and I'm not gonna discuss them I'm not gonna discuss this subject matter because these tweets were made like 10 years ago you know 10 years ago I can tell you right now me personally I am not the same man I was 10 years ago no one is no one can no one can say they were the same person they've been 10 years ago we all change over time physically mentally I know for a fact if I read something I posted 10 years ago I probably wouldn't even know what the hell I was talking about or in what context you know James Gunn has publicly came forward and apologized for the tweets and comments and said that he used to purposely write racy tweets just to get a reaction try to be funny you know he was trying I don't know he was trying to fit in them or what he thought was fitting in and he regrets it now but admits that he is not the same person that wrote them so long ago now this is just my opinion and I may get some backlash but Disney come on really let it go let it go again I know what he said was wrong but if you sit back and think about it not that long after those tweets were made he was hired by Disney for the first Guardians movie now this is Disney right not Disney now but Disney 10 years ago right like I said we all change everybody changes people change companies change you know I'm sure now Disney goes through a whole social media background check before they hire anyone for anything and Disney back then eh, they probably didn't realize it they probably didn't realize it would be a thing I mean no one did who, who, who would think that you know so I say I say Disney should apologize they should go on record and say hey you know what oops our bad you know we didn't do a good job for with our background checks uh, for miss to see if mr. gun would fit into our vision of a Disney employee so I think it's they're bad and like I said 10 years ago you want to fire somebody for something 10 years ago just because uh, one person resurface these old tweets I mean come on if you went through these 10 years without it making a big deal why is it a big deal now again that's my my opinion and I may get backlash but that's that's just how I feel you know it's just crazy how nowadays when you're in the spotlight you can't even fart without someone knowing about it if I were a celebrity I'd have a PR crew run all of my social media. That way I don't say anything stupid. I wouldn't do any of that myself. The bottom line is, people are people, right? We say stupid stuff, 
We say racy stuff. We say inappropriate stuff. You know you do. You know, you text your friends, whatever. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Guys, uh, let me admit something. <laughs> when guys text each other, it's about gay stuff. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm mad enough to admit that. Guys send each other gay stuff. But, uh, and it's funny. You know, we all have friends that we can be stupid around, right? And it's cool. You know, we, we're not trying to offend anybody. Um, we're not intending to offend anybody. We're, not, we're just having fun. We're being, we're being stupid. And we know it's just being stupid. And it's not personal. It's not intentional. Um, so let's say one of those dirty pictures or or memes that you dirty memes that you send your friends gets out and it goes public I mean other people are gonna start thinking crazy stuff about you that in fact does not even truly describe uh, the way you truly are like I say you can joke in private but once that gets out it's out and bad things can happen now I know James Gunn tweets the word public but uh, I'm just trying to say this to prove a point. You know, some things that we say, they don't truly reflect who we are. Uh, we're dumb. We're, we're human. We're people that like to joke around. And if you don't feel the same way as I do, I'm sorry. Like I said, I know the tweets were inappropriate. Um, that's just how I feel. I mean, 10 years ago. Let it go, guys. James Gunn has gotten support from the whole cast and friends. There's been a petition. Um, it's just a shame that he won't be part of the third movie. Um, I know the show must go on, but he truly, uh, I believe he truly made Guardians what it is today. All right, that's enough news for this week. Let's get into a serious. Let's see, what are we talking about this week? We are talking about reboots and remakes. <laughs> I wanted to talk about this stuff. Um, I know that remakes of movies is not a new thing. Hollywood has done it for years. But at this day and age, it seems we are getting more and more on the regular. I'm not saying that I don't like them. I love them. Um, the whole nostalgia thing itself. I mean, this is one of the main reasons we collect stuff, or at least I collect stuff. You know, unless you're a flipper, fuck flippers. But for a lot of us, that feeling we get uh, when something takes us back to a simpler time, when we had no bills, no worries, you know, that's why we love it. We get the feels, as people say. You know, rest in rest in peace, Toys R Us. But you know, we, we don't want to grow up, right? We love being a kid at heart. But at the same time, I'm worried for Hollywood. You know, uh, it's been said that we're living in a pretty good time right now. Probably one of the best times in history, as we know it, right? We're at that right time where we can have these remakes and reboots and it all makes sense. You know, we're old enough to remember the original shows and programs 
And like I said, it gives us those feels when we see the, the remakes and reboots. What I worry about is, what does the future for Hollywood look like, right? All right. Is there going to be a point where the original content is far and few between? I'm afraid people are going to get lazy and just copy and paste what someone else already did. Just change the names and locations. I mean, even new shows, right? They get Stranger Things. I love Stranger Things. I love it. But what is the thing about Stranger Things that kind of made it popular? It's set in the 80s, right? We get the feels. Um, what it was like to live in the 80s. It's not a remake or anything, but it feels like it. And then you throw in some 80s actors in the mix. You know, it's pretty freaking genius. All I'm saying, you know, what new movies right now or shows do you see them remaking in the future? It's a tough question, you know. I guess when you consider the source material, you know, you can make comic book movies forever, you know. You know there's, a, there's a thousand different stories they could do. You know, but are we getting close to the point where it's just too much? Too much comic movies. I don't know. Um, but that that's what I'm worried about. I'm worried about uh, where's Hollywood going. But at the same time, I'm, I'm going to enjoy the ride while I can. You know, Like I said, right now they're fun. So I just wanted to, to touch on that. Um, and I wanted to talk about a few uh, remakes and reboots that, that I'm enjoying and what I'm looking forward to. And I'd love to hear what you guys think too. Okay, I'm going to be honest. I really wanted to talk about this stuff because of Karate Kid. Yeah. Karate Kid in particular. You know, there was the remake of the movie with Jaden Smith a few years ago. You know, I liked it. You know, it was a different twist. You know, they're in Japan. Um, I did get the feels at times when there were some things that remind me of the original. But, you know, it just wasn't the same. This is one of those movies I worry about. Like I said, as much as I like Smith's version, I hope they don't make any more. They need to, they need to leave it be. It's done. Now, on the other hand, the Karate Kid reboot, Cobra Kai? Cobra Kai is the shit. If you haven't seen this show yet, go see it. If you don't want to dive into another video subscription with YouTube Red, Take the free trial. You can binge it in a, in a day or two. It's only 10 episodes. I gotta say, I love this show. I really like how they went with the show instead of a movie. I don't think you would have got the same reaction as if it was all this stuff was stuffed in a two-hour movie. You know, from the first episode, it sucks you in. You know, what happened to Johnny Lawrence and Daniel LaRusso after all those years? They pretty much give us two storylines, right? In which you have a hard time siding with one or the other. It shows just how tough life can be. You know, all the struggles, whether you have money or not, you're successful or not. Um, it just seems real to me. Like, this is, this is probably what happened. Or it 
probably could have happened this way. Johnny down on his luck. You know, what he does the only thing that he knows how to do, or he's good at, right? Karate. You know, he takes these kids with no self-esteem, nerds, turns them into badasses, right? And by the way, side note, if you want to do a drinking game while watching this show, they say badass in just about every episode. So that's pretty awesome in itself. Or I should say, it's a badass. I love all the kids they bring in for the show. I think my favorite character, I think a lot of people agree, he's got to be my boy Hawk. Uh, When you see it, you'll know why. (laughs) Um, One thing I'd like to see, I hope they bring in other characters from the movie, like uh, the rest of the Cobra Kai. You know, what have they been up to? Um, You know, maybe they bring in Allie, the girl they were fighting for. I'm sure they're going to try to throw in a cameo of her somewhere. Um, like I said, it's a great show. Go see it. Um, I'm a big time supporter of this. Um, and then there's a nice surprise in the last few moments of the last episode. You'll know when you see it. Um, I'm just, I enjoy the show a lot. You know, And then I know they've been greenlit. Um, and are working on a second season, so I can't wait for that. Uh, YouTube, um, you did good on this one. Everybody's jumping in, though, right? Um, Netflix. Netflix Netflix has uh, also jumped on board of this uh, remake concept, you know, with some of its shows. You know, you have Fuller House, a reboot of Full House, which continues the, the story of the Tanner family mainly DJ and Stephanie. And they do a good job of sprinkling in some Bob Saget, Dave Coulier, and John Stamos, um, you know, to keep the feels in. Uh, This is actually a good family show. My kids have gotten into it. um, And it made them want to go back and see the original. Uh, Another reboot Netflix has done, uh, One Day at a Time. This may be a little older show for some of y'all. Might have been late 70s. Um, but this is also a pretty good uh, show. Big reboot. Um, it's a lot different from the 70s sitcom. But has some similarities. Um, that you can cling to. Plus if you're Latino. Uh, I think you'll like it a lot. Uh, I believe they're Cuban in the show. Uh, it's a Cuban family. Uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, Netflix has also done remake of Lost in Space, which I hear is pretty good. I was never into the original show, so I can't tell you for sure. Just going by what others say. Um, you know, Netflix isn't the only company trying to cash in on reboots. Um, there's a whole list of, of TV shows making a comeback. Uh, I think this year alone, I think we had Twin Peaks. Will and Grace, X-Files, The Tick. Um, I think CW did Dynasty. Uh, Even Disney, right? They brought back DuckTales. I used to love DuckTales. You know, back in the day, um, that was one of my go-to shows. Uh, The new show, hmm, not so much. Um, I don't get the feels with that one. But uh, let's see what else. Um, we can't go off mentioning Roseanne, right? 
used to love that show back in the day too. And I really liked the new show, but again, here's another example of how social media can ruin careers. I mean, I don't feel bad as much for Roseanne, cause she's just stupid. <laughs> I mean, you already have the job, don't mess it up now. But, um, there has been words that they're gonna continue the show or try to continue it without Roseanne. Supposedly they want to rename the show The Connors. And, you know, that's what that has me, right? I, like I said, I don't feel as much for Roseanne, but the rest of the cast, I feel for them. But if they make that, you know, we'll have to wait and see. See, some TV shows in the, in the works, there's rumors. Uh, Tremors, remember the Tremors movies? About those big underground, underground worms. Supposedly they're making a TV series out of that. Um, what else? I uh, heard they're going to redo, reboot Roswell. Uh, redo Rocco's Modern Life? What? Um, Murphy Brown, Miami Vice. They want to redo the monsters. Really? The monsters? Um, there's one that I'm pretty interested in that ABC is supposedly working on. They want to do a live action Jetsons TV show. How cool would that be? Right? Jetsons was one of my, one of my go-to shows as a kid. I think it used to come on every morning before I, I get on the bus to school. I knew I can finish that episode, or once that episode of the Jetsons was finished, boom, I had to go out and catch the bus. Um, so that, that's one show that I hope happens. Live action? You know, those are just, just some of the TV shows that I've heard of um, coming out. And uh, when you talk about movies, though, man, that list goes on and on and on. I mean... Like I said, Hollywood's in trouble. They're trying to remake everything, anything and everything. So I thought before I go uh, for this episode, it'll be fun. Maybe I do a quick uh, top five TV shows and a f top five movies uh, that I would like to see uh, a reboot or remake of. They may already be in the works, but um, I put together a list and uh, tell me what you guys think. So I wanted to start with the TV because I think that's the, the harder one to choose from. And I'll start things off with uh, my number five pick. I think I would like to see a reboot of Doogie Howser. You know, I like Neil Patrick Harris. Um, I think he's done some good stuff here lately. And um, I, like, I would like to see him, you know, as an adult maybe his kids are smart and maybe they're doctors or maybe they're not smart just you know some kind of interaction there I think that'd be a, a neat show to see so Doogie Howser at number five number four um actually have like three shows that I'm gonna clump together um which I really enjoyed growing up it's Good Times Sanford and Son The Jeffersons um don't think just because they're all black shows I clumped them together but 
I think they fit in that same kind of genre. Um, a lot of them were uh, talked about racy stuff at the time, and you know, with the way things are and the internet, I don't know if those kind of things that were said back then would fly nowadays. You can't be calling guys no jive turkey, a cracker, and <laughs> and and whatnot. But um, me personally, I love those shows. Um, like I said, Good Times. Jimmy Walker, uh, Dynamite, Janet Jackson, The Jeffersons, probably one of my, my favorites out of those those three shows. George Jefferson, no. It's, it's a classic show. Uh, I just used to love that watching, watching that growing up. And Saffron and Son, you know, Red Fox, you know, again, classic shows. I would really like to see some type of uh, uh, remakes of those. Um, like I said, some of them had some racy content, but uh, you know, I don't know how they would swing it. But I would like to see either those characters or, or those stories um, brought back to life on the small screen. All right, number three is a show I'd like to see. I mean, I'd like to even just go back and. And revisit this show, but Quantum Leap, you know, Scott Bakula, um, I used to love that show, again, you know, just, just the whole stories of it, him going back in time and trying to do good, what went wrong, I love that whole idea of that show, um, like I said, I, I really want to revisit it as, as it is, because I don't remember, uh, how it ended, but, um, that that'd be a great show to see see come back. Let's see, top two. Number two, I would like to see a reboot or remake of Alf. I'm not, I don't know how many of you watched Alf. Um, to me, it was funny, it was corny, but uh, at the time the jokes hit. You know, I'd like to see an updated version of that. And using a puppet, you know, no CGI. I, I'd rather have the puppet. Um, just makes things a lot more fun. Um, yeah, Alf and number two. I'd like to see that. So that leaves us with my number one pick for TV, TV shows. I would like to see drum roll. Prr, I would like to see a Three's Company reboot or remake. You know, rest in peace, John Ritter. Um, you know, excellent comedian. Um, just the whole situation, like uh, the way things going on now. You know, pretending to be homosexual to to stay, uh, be able to stay with the, the two women. Um, it'd be interesting to see. Like I said, nowadays how how that would work out. Um, I think it opens the door to a whole whole bunch of funny stuff. Um, Three's Company, yeah, that's my number one uh, TV show I'd like to see remade. So, let me know what you guys think about TV, and uh, what what would you like to see. Um, like I said, I hit on things that that I remember watching uh, growing up when I was a kid. Um, I didn't go for any cartoons; I went strictly sitcoms. I think that's a lost art nowadays. The, the situation comedy um, I really miss those um, you know like the Roseanne's like the 
um, home improvements, you know, I miss all that stuff, but, uh, uh, let's move on to, uh, to movies, so, my top five movies, uh, they're like to see be remade, um, uh, I have a long list, it's gonna be hard to, to narrow down to five, I may have to throw in some honorable mentions at the end. If I had to go with a number five, I think Big Trouble in Little China. Now, like I said, some of these you may there may be rumors out there that uh, that are being remade. There's a lot of rumors out there of stuff is going to be remade, and I think I saw this somewhere on one of those lists. But Big Trouble in Little China. I think it was uh, ahead of its time. I think it was uh, influence for uh, games like Mortal Kombat. Um, just you know, aside from the fact, yeah, Raiden and and all these other crazy ninjas. Um, you know, just I think they picked up on the fatalities, like with the guy exploding um, when he got defeated, and it's just that's an awesome movie. You know. Uh, one of my favorites growing up, Big Trouble in Little China. I would love to see a remake of that. Uh, agree, agree with me or not, but I think that'd be super cool. Uh, now with the technology we have now, CGI, and see what they can do with that movie. Uh, it'd be awesome. Okay, number four. I know I'm going to get some haters on this. Some people think... Uh, well, there's a lot of people that think this movie is untouchable, but I tend to agree too, but I'd still like to see it. I would like to see a remake, even a reboot, um, Back to the Future. I said it, I'm sorry, but man, just, just think of the possibilities. Um, again, it was ahead of its time back then. Just, you know, if we did it now, I, it would have to be a reboot. It'd have to be a reboot. It could not be, I mean, uh, it'd have to be a remake. Um, you couldn't reboot this because 2015 and the movies we know is not, <laughs> is not what happened. It'd have to be a total remake now that I think about it. Um, we can start with uh, 2018 right now and jump 30 years in the future um, maybe then we'll have some flying cars but um, I would love to see a Back to the Future remake um, I think it'd be fun it's who would play the characters I don't know who knows um, I think they'd have to make it their own because there would be so many people trying to compare them to the original um, so you may hate me for that one, but I'd like to see a Back to the Future remake. Alright, it's getting harder now. Number three. Number three can go either way. Remake or reboot. I wouldn't mind either one. Um, I would like to see Gizmo come back in a Gremlins movie. Um, yep, you know people. 
we never learn our lessons. We're still going to feed them after midnight. We're still going to get them wet. And things are going to happen. Because people are dumb. And don't follow the rules. So, yeah, I would like to see another Gremlins movie. Um, call me crazy, but that's my number three. And that leads us to my number two. Or the top two spots. Uh, these last two, I pretty much grew up on these movies. Um, seen them dozens of times. Um, so my number two is an animated movie. Um, now this, I would like, I would really like to see a live action. Um, maybe something like they did with the, with the Jungle Book, you know, um, animals talking, but this animated movie, um, is a, to me it's a classic. Like I said, I, I grew up watching this movie, but The Secret of Nim. Uh, maybe a lesser known movie for some of you um, or not um, like to me it was it was a staple for me um, but I really love this movie if you haven't seen it uh, if you're not familiar with the movie go see it uh, it's about these uh, mice that are got uh, mutated and they turn intelligent and they learn things they can talk and it's a, it's a great movie. Um, it's a great movie. Um, so I, w I would love to see that. I mean, if it's animated too, um, that'd be fine. I, w I would just like to see an updated version. But a live action, I think, would be would be pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. Okay, and that leaves my number one movie I'd like to see remade. Now, without telling you guys straight off, I'm going to read something and see if any of you guys can guess it um another hint it was also mentioned in the movie ready player one but here goes see if you guys know what this is from you have been recruited by the star league to defend the frontier against Zer and the kodan armada anybody know what that's from it is from a movie called The Last Starfighter. And that is my number one movie I'd like to see redone. The Last Starfighter, if you haven't seen it, it's about a kid in the trailer park. And he's uh, great at this one arcade game that's there. It was actually secretly put there by um, this galactic army um, to recruit people. So whoever beats the game, they automatically get recruited, and it's just, it's an awesome, fun movie. Um, I'd like to see an updated version. You know, we don't play arcade games anymore. There's no more arcades. So how they would throw that twist into it, I don't know. But uh, that's just, that is one of my all-time favorite movies, The Last Starfighter. Um, if you haven't seen it, go see it. Um, you'll understand why it's it's just it's great and that's my number one my number one movie and I think that's that's it for this episode but uh, before I go uh, again I kind of messed up on the uh, on my last episode for those of you who did listen uh, I kind of messed up the ending uh, I had 
ended it some music and uh, the engine got cut off. I want to do some some shout outs before I go. Oh, and I got to mention uh, the winner, right? The winner from the giveaway. The winner was the Darth Dad, uh, Jesse. He won the SHF Captain Phasma and I am shipping that out to him. Like I said, folks, if you listen, you win. Uh, might do another giveaway um, sometime in the future. But uh, it pays to play, like they say. All right, so some shout-outs. Um, shout-out to fellow local podcaster, uh, Alfred, from Comic Book Characters. You can find them on uh, on iTunes and everywhere you find podcasts. They've been doing this for a while. Um, but... Alfred got me, or I picked up from Alfred, a Rick and Morty uh, Pickle Rick cover comic, which is pretty awesome. And I got a Venomized number one uh, with Thanos cover, which is pretty awesome. So shout out to Alfred. Thank you, sir. So keeping it local, shout out to my boy Chris Rizzo. Uh, he runs Facebook page called Invincible Comics and More. Um, if he doesn't have what you need, he, he's a hell of a guy. He'll help you find out what you want and uh, help you get that. So again, hell of a guy. Shout out to Chris Rizzo from Invincible Comics. So one shout out. I think I got cut off. Like I said on my last episode, but a uh, shout out to the boys in the cage. You know who you are. Them TTM boys. Uh, shout out my little fan club let's see who else um good listen boys with their toys podcast uh shout out to nate mike and chubbs they're always a fun listen and of course everybody at the rlu raw live unedited podcasting network they got shows for everybody walking dead horror um regular pop culture action figures toy amigos they're not dolls they got something for everybody check them out and last but not least before i go kind of mentioned what's going on at the beginning of the show but shout out to my moms um it's gonna be rough but we'll get through it mom love you and having said that i'll see you guys later I just said. What did you say? Everything I just said. Don't put it in.